Hello and welcome to IG's Trading the Markets. I'm joined uh, by one of our uh, very special guests, Joachim Clement from Liberan Capital, to look ahead to 2024. Now, thank you so much for joining us. I know you've just come back from Asia as well. Hope you're not too jet-lagged. Uh, plenty to discuss. Uh, markets, of course, looking out for this uh, expected rate uh, cut from the Fed. There's talk now that perhaps major central banks around the world uh, might start uh, lowering rates. However, there's a different school of thought that thinks that actually this is a problem because markets are getting ahead of themselves. What are the black swans are there for 2024? Well, I think there are two black swans. One positive, one negative, uh, just to keep it balanced. Uh, on the one hand, uh, we think that the market is indeed getting ahead of itself at the moment with pricing in Fed cuts too soon in the year. And uh, one of the black swans could be that uh, consumption and GDP growth in the US stays as resilient as it has been uh, in 2023. And that would mean that the Fed has to wait much longer before it can start cutting interest rates because inflation will come down much more much slower. So that's one of the black swans. The other one is that consumption and GDP growth actually does uh, collapse or reduce, uh, shrink relatively quickly in the first half, in which case the Fed has more room to cut earlier. Uh, and that would mean that stock markets would probably start to bounce and uh, benefit from those rate cuts mass, uh, earlier in the year, leading us to a more positive outlook for, for the whole year 2024. So amid these um, two potential situations, how are you hedging your bets? How are you uh, mitigating uh, those risks for your clients? So for now, we are inclined to move our portfolios into more defensive sectors, in particular healthcare and within healthcare med tech stocks, um, as well as consumer staples. Those are the sectors that we prefer for the time being until it be, uh, we have more clarity on the timing of the Fed and the actual trajectory of the US and the global economy. But once we see this signal, uh, this kind of green light for Fed rate cuts, that should then boost economic growth and lead to a rebound in, in earnings growth as well. Uh, that's when we want to start accumulating two kinds of cyclical sectors, namely mining and tech. Um, any mining stocks in specific? Well, mostly uh, things that are related. We already have upgraded recently Anglo-American because in the precious metals and in the PGM uh, space, uh, spot metal prices have dropped so much that uh, they are now below marginal production costs. And that's usually what we wait for, for equity markets and equity stock prices to get a bounce. Uh, later next year, uh, we would expect that the BHPs and Rios, the kind of classic industrial metal names, uh, together with Antofagasta on the copper side, uh, should uh, join the party. But for now, we're mostly on the Anglo uh, buyers. Now, is all this linked to um, a China rebound as well in consumption? And obviously, uh, they're a big, big uh, consumer of metals. Yes, it is. Uh, so China's government is trying to deflate the real estate bubble and they're doing it differently than they did in the past, where they just kind of took a trillion dollars and just pushed it into the economy. And you know, the result was that you'd pump up a bubble somewhere else that you have to clean up a couple of years later. Now they are doing it step by step, drip by drip, trying to find the minimum amount of money needed in order to stabilize the economy. And we think that while this will take longer, 
uh, it will also in the long run be better for China and for the global economy because once the Chinese economy starts to accelerate again, which we expect for the second half of next year, uh, we should have a more sustainable recovery in demand from China. Now, you talked about med tech as well. We have many clients um, saying they're really interested in, for example, anti-obesity related uh, mm -hmm. type companies, those that make the skinny pens, others really interested in the uh, diabetes related space. Yeah. Uh, what specific med tech companies are you keen on? So we particularly like Convertech uh, in the UK as a uh, medtech name that is really attractively valued at the moment. Uh, it's mostly focused on wound care and, and things like that. Um, and it has had a little bit of a price hit because of uh, the Novo Nordisk and those GLP-1 uh, pharmaceuticals um, pushing against uh, kidney diseases and intravenous uh, in injections, which Convertech makes as well. But we think that effect and that f those fears about anything related to dialysis and, and kidney disease uh, is overdone. Which brings me to the second name. For the brave of us who want to take a contrarian stance Fresenius Medical Care, uh, which has sold off heavily in October, November, uh, is way oversold. And I think analysts and markets are pricing in a way too pessimistic earnings scenario for the next year. And last but not least, um, tech. It's had a huge run up uh, in 2023 until sort of like the summer period. Yeah. Uh, and I know that you're coming back to it in the latter half of 2024. Any specific names there? Yes, uh, we think that tech as a sector, because it's an early cyclical sector, will be one of the first ones to bounce in 2024. So probably as soon as uh, the second quarter already. And uh, what we expect to see is a mm, significant pickup in uh, CapEx cycle. Uh, so any kind of tech name that is related to <clears throat> capital expenditure by businesses, uh, especially in the cloud computing space, uh, we like. So Microsoft, Amazon, even though Amazon is technically not a tech stock, uh, those are the names that, that we like a lot uh, and that we would focus on in 2024. Right, thank you very much. Uh, Joachim Clement from Librem Capital there telling us about his topics for 2024.